I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. And each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Strange World Travels with Forrest Connor. Forrest Connor has been one of my best friends for decades. I met him when he was a radio producer in Asheville, North Carolina, and he ended up becoming my producer for years on my radio show called Speaking of Strange. Well, he and I have been on so many adventures together that I would honestly have to sit down with a pad and pen and spend a few hours trying to remember everything. I mean, we've worked on lots of TV shows and movies together. We have done tons of experiments that could have easily killed either of us at any time. Uh, But without going over all that, here is the point of this show. For years, Forrest has been a true professional world traveler because he took a job as an international flight attendant. One day he's in Japan and then he's in the Middle East and then he's in Bulgaria and then he's in Australia. I mean, it's it's truly astounding. And he's taking advantage of his travels to help me with some new experiments here in Las Vegas. Well, recently Forrest was here in Vegas, so I decided to do something I've never done before. We poured a couple of drinks on a sunny day here. We sat in my living room next to my pool. I put some microphones on our shirts, and we just had a real 
conversation about anything and everything regarding traveling the world. And you, yes, you are about to hear that conversation. So uh, what can I say? Just relax and enjoy. Here is me recently chatting face to face with my old pal, Forrest Connor. So I am sitting here at my house in Las Vegas next to the swimming pool, having a, a nice glass of single malt scotch with my good buddy, Forrest Connor. Welcome back to Vegas, Forrest. Thank you, sir. How are you? I am doing great. Good. I'm, I'm happy that uh, it's actually, believe it or not, starting to warm up again. Most people hate the heat in Vegas, but we haven't hit the triple digits yet, so it's really nice out here today. Yeah, we were just sitting outside and just by the pool. It was really nice out there, but you know, like you said, uh, both of us are getting a little thinner on top, and yeah, <laughs> well, we got to come inside to protect our heads. When the sun goes down, we're going to break out some Winston Churchill cigars. Beautiful. We're living high on the hog tonight, Forrest. Now, uh, those who have followed, I guess, my work know that you and I have been friends for at least 20 years, at right? At least. At <laughs> least. It's, it's almost impossible. I, I, I think back on some of my most prominent memories, and uh, it's like, Forrest was there, Forrest was there. <laughs> You've been there for most of the most incredible things. But now, uh, your life has really taken a huge unexpected turn because for how many years now uh, have you had this new job? Going on, it's my fourth year now. Four years, good Lord. You are an international flight attendant. Correct. So you are a professional world traveler. You could say that. Yeah. You're a true international man of mystery. I get paid to see the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, try to run down a list of the places you've been in the past four years. Oh, Lord, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'll just go and order what I remember. Romania, mm -hmm. um, Latvia, Ukraine, Poland, Amsterdam. Um, Kuwait, Bahrain, um, Djibouti, Africa, um, Greece, Hawaii, Guam, the list goes on and Australia, on. Australia. Australia. Japan. Japan. Uh, South Korea. <laughs> it's, it's, the list just goes yeah. on and on. It's like when people ask me, say, what is your weirdest experience or what is your scariest? I'm like, oh boy. Uh, I just, you know, you <laughs> exactly. can't, I can't think of one because there right. are so many. When I open up my phone, like toward the end of the year, it says you were in 18 countries this year. I was like, oh. really? So. Yeah, and, and we were talking earlier about just how wealthy one would have to be to travel to all those places in four years. I mean, you'd have to be a multi-multi-millionaire. You would. Yeah. Uh, and, and plus, who would want to keep that schedule? But nonetheless, uh, before we get into some of your experiences traveling, here is one of the exciting projects that you've been working with me on. Now that I have the Sigil Lab, everybody knows that I am extracting patterns from water that we are playing different kinds of tones in. But we also have the more traditional part of the sigil lab where we have a Chlodny plate, which is a, a flat plate that you can put sand or salt or some kind of a particulate on like that. And you can see those very classic patterns that will appear that look kind of like snowflakes that right, snap right. into different shapes when you play different tones. So I was curious as to whether or not different sands from around the world would create different effects when exposed to tones. So for example, if I were to take sand from the beach in California and sand from the Giza Plateau in Egypt and play the same tone, well, you'd think we should get the same design, but what if we don't? I mean, different minerals, different, uh, um, what you call it, different, uh, different, different kinds of sand. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shaped differently, I mean, and, and consist, uh, constructed differently. It's like, for example, uh, I collected some sand from Taos, New Mexico, because people okay. talk about the Taos hum. Right. And I don't want to sort of spoil the surprise for people in terms of what kind of sand that I have access to here, but 
there's no way that you can just go out and put out an APB to whoever lives wherever and say, please send me some sand and feel confident that you're getting the real thing. Right. You have to have somebody that you know and trust collect it for you. Hence this new project, because you told me that you would be happy to go out and personally collect some samples for me, right? Exactly. And uh, you today you brought me some wonderful samples. I, again, I don't want to tell everybody at this point where they're from, but some of them are pretty amazing. Some, some of them, even without cymatics being involved, I'm getting ready to break out my instruments and just take some measurements from the sand itself. Right. You might want to break out the Geiger counter. <laughs> yeah, I think that's <laughs> the first thing I'm going to break out. Right. And so uh, you are, you're, you're remembering when you go to these places to go out and collect sand just for this project. Thank you for doing that. No problem. Again, but, how else could you do it reliably, right? But yeah, even like, you know, sand from like the northern hemisphere might act different than sand from the southern hemisphere. Cause, I mean, different polarizations, who knows? Yeah. And so this is, I don't think anybody's ever done anything quite like this before. And it just brings me great satisfaction to know that these are the real samples. I'm getting the real thing straight from a trusted source there. So that's something that I will be testing and experimenting with and unveiling later this year. And, uh, and it, who knows, if I start finding that there's really something peculiar about the different sands of the world when exposed to these tones, well then this may be a lifelong project where True. we just keep building up this, you know, huge library of, of sands and soils and salts and whatever we can get our hands on from around the world. But back to your travels. So my goodness, there are so many questions. Um, well, you, for one thing, you love your job. I love it. And um, so without getting um, you know, too, too specific, uh, what, uh, what kind of flights are you involved with? Well, we, uh, the company I work for, we do a bunch of the military flights. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's a military air, military air base in the world, um, I've probably been to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we have a lot of stuff in, in Europe and um, a lot of stuff in like Eastern Europe now, especially with the whole uh, stuff with uh, Russia going on right now. We've, right. we've sort of ramped up stuff in, in that area. But also, you know, uh, Asia, Southeast Asia, um, down, uh, down like, of course, a lot of stuff in the United States. But you know, if there's a, mil again, if there's a military base there, I've probably been there. Mm -hmm. So. And what would the average person find most surprising about your job, traveling to all these different countries in a short period of time? Well, I would say in a political sense, that people that have not traveled extensively think they have it bad here in the United States. Just go to some of these other countries and walk, uh, walk out like two or three miles from from the resorts or the, mm -hmm. the hotel areas and see the true poverty that's going on yeah. in that area. And every time you come back or every time you see that, you're thankful for what you have and, and, and what you have. And I want to say what you, what you don't have for some, for some things. Yeah. Well, you take for granted. Yeah. And what when we come back from this break, I will ask Forrest about the danger that he has been in as a world traveler. And by the way, I am wearing a new object on my body. I am experimenting with it still, but I am loving what's happening. And so if this continues to go well, I'm going to be telling you about it if you subscribe to my free e-newsletter. Go to joshuapwarren.com and right there on the homepage, you'll see a little box. You put your email address in there, hit submit, and then you'll instantly receive some free gifts from me, and you will be the first to hear about what this new thing is that I'm playing with. <laughs> I love it. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and I will be right back. Here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, the Wizard of Weird will be right back.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Ajiatato Zume! And you know what? I allow very few people to come and visit me at my home. One of them is my old pal, Forrest Connor. And so now let's get back to my recent 
conversation with him face to face. And and so now when you go into these places, because we know that poverty uh, produces desperation, which can lead to crime and all that. Have you ever felt threatened? Because you actually get out and uh, for those who don't realize, you are a true curious explorer. You, when right. you have time in these places, you go out well, even go, sometimes by yourself. I'll, I'll go out by myself at places. There's been a couple places, uh, I would say, uh, I won't say specifically where, but let's say Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. that uh, again, you go out beyond the, the resort areas and everything. And for the most part, it's safe, but I have had some people say that come up to me and, and while I'm taking pictures or just just exploring a little area and tell me that, that they're the police. Uh -huh. And I was like, no, you're not. Uh -huh. And he's like, yes, I am. You, 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 you got to pay money to take pictures. I was like, no. I was like, it's cool. I don't have to take. He's like, you got to go talk to my friend. And at, this, at that point, I just sort of walk away and just just either go back to the hotel, let, let things cool off for a little bit, then I'll go right back out. But for the most part, things where I've been has been pretty safe, but you've just got to watch your back. You hear stories about tourists being kidnapped in some of these countries. And uh, I mean, is that something that you consider? I mean, it's possible. I mean, you know, you're, You've got to know what you're doing. You don't don't go out there and be an idiot. Right. Uh, don't go out there and, and drink um, drinks A that you don't know what they are. B. Don't drink uh, don't drink by yourself. Have someone that's always going to be with you to watch your back. Mm -hmm. And uh, but just don't be an idiot and you'll be fine. But um, but always. Um, Stay vigilant, I guess is what I'm saying. When it comes to, to drinking, you know, going to a bar, have, having a, a beer or a cocktail or something like that, how, how prevalent is it, especially in these Middle Eastern countries? You always hear about all these weird restrictions on alcohol. How, do, how does that affect you as an American? Well, you go to countries like um, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and uh, a bunch of, bunch of Middle Eastern countries, there is no alcohol at all. There is no alcohol, no pornography, no 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 sh uh, i mean some places you have to keep you still have to keep your head covered especially if you're female but there's other countries like bahrain and um and dubai where you can you can drink and but uh for example we were at a hotel in bahrain and just because alcohol is such a rare thing i mean bahrain you can it's readily available but it has to be shipped in um i had three beers um, I think just maybe I'm, I'm not sure what kind of beers they were. Just just beers. I had three beers. I was charged uh, forty five dollars. Wow! For three drinks. It's like no, it's no, like nothing Vegas special. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, in Vegas. You know, you gamble enough, they'll give you the drinks for free. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, and so now when it comes to smoking, what parts of the country or, or parts of the world uh, smoke the most and the least? From what I've seen is like Japan, you will never see anyone smoking on the street at all. <laughs> they have uh, little smoking areas in the, in the hotels, but you will never see any. I won't say never, but you, you might see someone smoking on the street, but you won't see them throw their butts away. They, they put their cigarettes back back in their pocket or have a little trash receptacle. But that's another thing is like Japan, you know, it's so clean, mm -hmm. but there are no trash cans around. There's no, no trash cans on the street. Everyone carries a little, little waste container that, mm. and they'll throw it away when they get to a restaurant or, or somewhere else. But uh, in the Middle East, smoking is pretty prevalent. Uh, prevalent. Some whiskey's getting to me. So. <laughs> um, but no, in the Middle East, you can probably buy a pack of like uh, equivalent, of like whatever your your regular brand cigarettes are for less than two American dollars. Yeah. And so everyone's smoking. And of course, the streets are all littered with cigarette butts and um, and. It, they have a more relaxed attitude about smoking in the Middle East than, than yeah. we do in the, in the States. By the way, I know people are going to email me and say, what kind of scotch are you guys drinking? Well, it's Alexander Murray and Company, 
This is a uh, age 13 years single malt scotch and uh, distilled in the year 2000. And it's a beautiful drink too. I like it, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, scotch, I, I know it's an acquired taste, but once you acquire it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, all right, so now, uh, all that said, uh, do you feel that, especially now, say, in a place like Las Vegas, where now uh, weed is legal, uh, you can gamble 24-7, you can still smoke cigarettes indoors all over the place, uh, there are a lot of other fun things that you can do in this area uh, that are restricted in most right. other places. Would you say that this is the the most free or the freest place in the world, or have you been somewhere that you think has more freedom? To think about that for a second. Yeah. Um, I would say definitely it's the most freest place in the United States yeah. to, do, to do what you want to do. But, um, you know, I would say Bulgaria. Really? Um, Bulgaria, I mean, there's casinos all over the place, and uh, you can, I mean, with the exception of like I mean, they still have like hotel rooms you can smoke in, and mm -hmm. um, and and smoking on the street. But uh, from what I understand, Bulgaria is sort of the is the place where Europe go is Europe's playground, whereas Las Vegas is America's playground. Yeah. So uh, you can Bulgaria good prices. I think the the rate of exchange last time I was there is. Uh, one U.S. dollar equaled about three Bulgarian uh, Bulgarian uh, lev or, mm -hmm. or lei over there. Now you did a live report one time from Germany uh, about the werewolves there, right? And now when you have traveled and you've been to places like you've been to Turkey, uh, right. where that the evil eye is a big thing. Yeah, well, actually that was Greece. Oh, was that Greece? Yes. Okay. Uh, and you even sent me some evil right. eye goodies. Uh, so uh, have you had a sense in your travels that one place or another is more open to supernatural, paranormal, mystical types of themes? Well, I can tell you that um, Germany, from what I understand, Germany was pretty close to it because I was doing the research on the, uh, the, uh, the, the werewolf there in Germany. Um, in uh, Wittlich, I think was the na name of the little town. And, you know, there's, it was called the Monster of Moorbach, which is the, the, the main town in that area. And people, I would ask them, people like, oh, that's just a ghost story. Nothing, nothing, nothing come, come of that. And other people would just shut down and say, I don't know anything about it or I don't want to talk about it. Uh -huh. uh, say Germany from what I can tell, it might be the language barrier. It's like some boy speaking English that doesn't know, know German. We're not going to talk to him. But uh, they were pretty pretty shut down about things. But the uh, hotel we stay at a lot supposedly has a uh, spirit there in, um, in room, well, room 101 at the hotel we stay at. Uh, people have, have reported seeing an apparition in that room and um, think, and things being touched, doors opening, um, water, actually water faucets being turned on. And, um, but as far as like openness, I mean, the Middle Eastern, they're, they're pretty much, they're open to it because they have the, the, the jinn, the legends of the jinn and like genies and like a bunch of other supernatural stuff. They'll sit there and they'll talk to you about it about like any experiences that they've had. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say Germany's probably the most closed, closed, I want to say closed-minded, but very, the uh, most, the least likely to talk about stuff that happens. Hmm. And um, like the Middle, East, the Middle East seems to be pretty open about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you find that one country, well, like you've been to Romania, right? So you ha you haven't made it up to Transylvania yet, right? No, yeah, no. Uh, one thing that impressed me about going to Transylvania was that it looked exactly like it looks in the horror movies, you know. Right. Um, but of all the places you've traveled to, what would you consider the the spookiest, the creepiest one? If you had had to shoot a a, a classic universal horror movie or something like that, uh, anything stand out? Germany would definitely be one. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, going back to um, the Middle East, some of these, I mean, just sort of the, 
the filmmaker that I used to be or still am in my head um, <laughs> says, oh, this would be a great scene for, for, for something like where you can see someone coming from a long way away and um, this, this stuff happening. But, um, but Middle East and, you know, I think a great setting for a, a horror movie would be like Norway or something like that. Just some, some kind of Nordic, um, some kind of Nordic, uh, Nordic slash Christmas theme horror movie it would be a would be a fun place to do uh, to do a horror movie from what I've seen. And you said that Norway was expensive, right? It was. And so, what place is the best place to do your shopping? Where do you get the best deals? Well, that's a good place to take a break, isn't it? Where do you get the best deals in the entire world when you are able to travel the entire world? We'll hear that when we come back. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. Hang in there. Josh is coming right back on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And now, back to my conversation about traveling the world with Forrest Connor. Where do you get the best deals? The best deals will probably be in Romania. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, for example, you can go, like, of course, you know, H&M is everywhere. The, uh, the clothing store H&M and Zara is everywhere. It's like you can go to H&M, and this was my first trip, actually, and I was, had just got done with training in Miami, and they're like, dress for Miami, dress for Miami. And as soon as I got done with my training on my trip, they send me to, um, they send me to, to Romania, at Halloween, <laughs> and uh, it's like it's cold. It's every it's yeah. and and I go and buy a, a nice jacket there for it was like um, thirty lei, yeah. Which is well, I would pay thirty dollars to begin with, but it was like t- equivalent of like ten U.S. dollars, mm-hmm. which was amazing. And if I would have had more room in the suitcase, I would have bought more. But um, shopping, I mean. Kuwait uh, shopping is that's I think the Kuwaiti dollar is the most most um, most valuable or not the Kuwaiti dollar but the Kuwaiti dinar mm-hmm. is most is like pretty much one uh, one dinar one KD equals um, like th- almost almost four dollars mm-hmm. US so if something says um, hey this this uh, bottle of whiskey is one dinar. That's going to be the equivalent of like four dollars uh-huh. U.S. So, it kind of, um, kind of, kind of um, throws you off when you say, "Ooh, this is only one KD or two KD," and when it's really, you have to multiply it by almost four. Where do you exchange your money at the airport, or you can do it at the airport, or you can do it at your local bank. Is, what do you decide to do usually? Well, actually, I, I'm based in Houston, uh-huh. and I have not changed my bank to. Uh, to Houston yet, so I don't have a local branch uh-huh. of my bank in, in Houston. So usually I'll do it at the airport, or I'll just hold on to money. And uh, there's places like I do do have my uh, local bank in other cities like Seattle or uh-huh. or all, all that. I will wait till I get go to one of these cities and and exchange my money there. And do you? Uh are there countries you go to where you can handle an American dollar and they're fine with it? There are. Um, there's a, a lot of, uh, of course, like I said, a lot of the places we go are U.S. military bases. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of the places on base, you can give them American money and, and they'll be totally fine with it. You know, these past four years that you've been working this job have been unprecedented in the history of UFO disclosure. Right. The Pentagon has finally been admitting that there are things flying around out there that cannot be explained. And here you have been spending a lot of time in the air all around the world. Right. So do you ever hear any kind of UFO buzz? I do, but, you know, um, 
And, you know, I've talked to pilots that say they've seen stuff, but they don't want to report anything because people will think that they're they're crazy or mm -hmm. they're they're uh, be risking their job if they were to report something like that. And I've seen I don't I don't want to call it a to me. It's a UFO because um, I couldn't explain what it was, but um, it could it could have been another plane. It could have been something else. but. By, like by the time I would get up to the flight deck to talk to the pilots about I'd say, hey, what's this right here? It would be gone or they would just not want to talk about it. What did it look like? It was basically just a, I mean, cause most times a plane or an airplane in the sky will have blinking VO, uh, blinking lights and everything. But this was just, just a solid, I mean, I mean, we're, we're at 40,000 feet in the air and it's, probably about the same altitude we are and it's about this I would say about the size of a marble uh -huh. just sort of like just um, staying staying with the plane and just going and every now and then you would see it dip down dip up left right and I mean I saw it I can't explain it I mean who knows what it was a lot of people have seen this uh, uh, what's it call it? The, the Starlink. Um, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. Starlink. I've, I've seen several pictures of uh, Starlink uh, from from the flight deck, which um, looks very interesting. Just this whole whole uh, grid or row of lights, which is freaky looking in itself. So, do you ever get used to the turbulence? I love the turbulence. Do you? I do. Um, actually, you know, uh, when we're on the plane, we, uh, uh, especially for the long flights, like if it's uh, like a 10, 10, 8, 10 hour flight, mm -hmm. we go and we take breaks. And the uh, 747s have actually bunk beds in the plane that we can go in and sleep for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. I love having turbulence, uh, especially when I'm in the bunk bed. It just rocks me to sleep. Wow. So that's a good thing. I guess that's a requirement for your job, basically. It is, right? and, and you know the planes are you know the planes are built to uh, withstand the turbulence. Mm -hmm. So, and I've had uh, passengers uh, sitting next to the wing, and like the wing will flex up and down, especially during turbulence, and they're freaking out. I was like, it's no big deal. Just be glad the wing is flexing. Yeah, right. Because if it was a, just a rigid wing. It would just break off and well that wouldn't be a good scenario <laughs> so. so now when you go to these countries and you've got some off time and sometimes that could be days right right and and you're out there walking around the the locals they don't know this is a guy who works for an airline or something you're just another tourist as far as right. they're concerned right um do you find that generally everybody is really nice or i do generally yeah. people people are awesome poland they they love Americans in Poland. I don't know what it is, but they they love us. And you know, for the most part, everyone knows English. Yeah. Um, pretty much. I don't know if uh, you guys have played uh, Dungeons and Dragons or anything along those lines. Like you have your your Elven language, you have your Draconic language, you have your um, your Dwarven language, and then there's a common language. Yeah. I sort of uh, compare it to English is your common language. Everyone knows it. And like everyone studies English in their schools, which is kind of embarrassing for us because, you know, most Americans yeah. only know English and that we don't, we don't, I mean, you know, a lot of people might know some, Sp some Espanol or, yeah. or all that, but, but for the most part, the only language we know is English, which is, which is sad. We, because well I guess Hollywood has been our best ambassador over the years as well perhaps everybody watches movies that are right that used to be the thing you know to watch right. American movies and so kind of helps you learn the language I suppose well so um, what are there any places that you haven't been to that you would still think of uh, as being on your bucket list Oh, uh, Thailand, I would love to get to more Southeast Asia, but mm -hmm. let me let me go back talking about the movies. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the movies. I was just uh, in Germany uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 just came out. Mm -hmm. I was like, I really want to go see this movie. I had five days in Germany just sitting there. I was like, 
And so I look at the, the movies and it's like, well, how do I know if there's English version or, or, or whatever? Well, one movie theater across the street from the hotel I was staying at, I go in there and I was like, hey, um, do you guys speak English? And they're like, oh yeah, we speak English. They're like, but the movies are in German. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, fine. But uh, usually if you go and look at the listings on the movie theaters, uh, they will have, in Germany, they'll have like OV, which means original version, which is the original version the movie came out in, which was English. Mm -hmm. Then there's a, um, site, um, OVD, which is original version dubbed, um, and then OVST with subtitles. But um, there was one theater about two miles away from where I was staying that showed the English English version of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um, at, at the movie theater. They, they do it once a week. And, you know, but the majority of the people that were in there were German-speaking, which is like, I don't know if just the, the German version just sounds like, well, I'll keep my language. Uh, yeah. Keep my language um, PG here. It <laughs> sound, sounds like crap, or if they just wanted to see the original version of of how it sounded and how it was originally supposed to sound probably yeah. so but uh but a lot of the movies over there are in original version uh but they have uh german subtitles and so uh, okay so you said you would like to go back to or you would like to go to thailand yes uh anywhere else uh thailand if there's a country i've not been to i want to go see it yeah pretty much I would like to get more in, down to, into South America and in that area, um, but Th Thailand's on my bucket list, and um, I would love to get down um, like Singa the Singapore area, just Southeast Asia. I want to explore a little bit more. And so, do you still feel comfortable though that uh, you you want to keep America as your home? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, I've ha I've had friends that have gone to uh, to Croatia and everything. Said so they're going to retire there when they they go when they when they uh, it's time for them to retire. But you know, if I had to retire to one area, I think I'm looking around at it right now. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty sweet deal here. Yeah, it is, and uh, it just keeps growing. It so, just keeps getting bigger here. So, um, you know that studio the studio you have here. Uh, yeah. You know, it could turn into a nice bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There is plenty of room for expansion. Well, you know, I've got some property at Area 51, so True. I need a caretaker up there. <laughs> True. We'll, we'll dig some stuff underground there. Yeah, right. We can, there, I, there are yeah. no restrictions. I can do what I want yeah. to. Break time. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and I will be right back. Hang on, Josh will be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure. It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. 
In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Well, look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com slash seniors. Enjoy your search and have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now more Joshua P. Warren on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and here is the conclusion of my recent conversation with world traveler Forrest Connor. Well, uh, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Just uh, it's, like I said, it's good having some time off and being here with good friends and good drinks here in Vegas. And yeah. Uh, just then, just your studio looks amazing. Thank you. So well, I think I think anyone that saw it would be very impressed. Well, uh, there's a uh, it's it's the Bat Cave in my world. Right, <laughs> right. And you know, we, we were talking earlier about you know, ten years ago. Oh yeah. It's like who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought that we would have in the situations we're in now well you know that actually that's something else we ought to touch upon because having known each other for 20 years and having gone through uh so many adventures and worked on so many projects we were talking about how that you can kind of try to plan your life out 
Right. But to a certain extent, you just sort of have to be open and look at opportunities right. and go with them. And you just, it's like never say never. Never say this is impossible for me. Right. Right? Like, like what, what, what did you say earlier about being a world traveler? I said I would have never thought, thought I would have done it. But, you know, I've uh, incorporated a few things and said I really wanted to change in my life. I mean... I've, I've messed around with the wishing machine. I've messed around with, with uh, actually, you, you gave me a sigil uh, back uh, to keep me uh, uh, wealthy and and something just just to be happy. And for the most part, it's happened. Yeah. So and if somebody's sitting out there right now and they think, well, I could never be a world traveler, or I could never live in Las Vegas and you know go out and have adventures at Area Fifty One and all. Sometimes, um, if you just sort of relax yeah. and have an open mind and follow positive opportunities, magical things will happen for right. you. Right. Just, I mean, I think the biggest thing is keep putting it out to the universe. Keep telling yourself it's going to happen. I mean, and you can't, like I said, you can't be say you can't say I want, I want, I want ten million dollars. It's like don't don't say that. It's like. Give yourself a more more realistic goal. Say, hey, by the time by this time in two months, I would like to have enough money to be able to go go on this vacation, or I want to have enough money to 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 be happy. I want to I want to have a great relationship with with uh, with uh, with my perfect person. You know what? You bring up a really good point here because if somebody says. Uh, they uh, somebody says I have a wish I want to get a wishing machine or whatever and I say what do you want to wish for they say a million dollars I say okay well, oh. what would you do with that million dollars and they say I would travel the world well just think there are ways you can travel the world without having a million dollars right and that's why as you have discovered and that is why I always tell people instead of wishing for the money wish for what you right. want because let the universe figure out how to make it happen for you. Right. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because um, you had a podcast, God, this is two or three years ago. I think um, it was uh, when you were still doing your... your um, Joshua P. Warren Daily. Yeah, your JPW Daily. Yeah. He said, wish for a butterfly. Yeah. And I was like... And like you, you just kept talking about butterflies, and eventually later in the podcast, it's like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be butterfly. But by that point, I was already already committed to butterfly, and I was sitting there. Actually, I was driving from um, from North Carolina to I think Texas at the time, and just sitting there, just listening to the podcast, is like, okay, I'm going to manifest a butterfly. I'm going to manifest a butterfly, and just kept sort of just repeating myself that, like just as the, as the trip went on. And you know, I get into the hotel late, late that evening, and you know, I, I just turn on the TV, and you know, this might be a little risque, but uh, I uh, turned on the TV, and there's one of these uh, um, adult adult toy programs on, on the TV. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, of course not. Your your ears are. You got your. I'm FCC ears. friendly. Yes. Well, I mean, of course, obviously, this was FCC friendly too. But, but, right. But, uh, but anyway, it's one of these uh, this infomercials yeah. talking about, and I turn it on, and they're advertising a uh, a butterfly toy. I was like, well, you know what? I never expected the butterfly to manifest in that way, but my gosh. I manifested a butterfly. We see how it filtered like, through wanna, Forrest Connor's mind. Like, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I want to see it. I said, I, all I said is, I want to see a butterfly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, how it manifested itself, but it did manifest itself. It I did. Mean, yeah. It might not manifest itself in the way you think it's going to manifest itself, but it, it will just put it out to the universe. It will manifest itself. That's part of the fun of manifestation exercises you don't know how it's going to happen right and it's it usually surprises you very rarely does it happen exactly as you think it's right. going to and that's why it's good to stay focused on the end product rather than how you get there right
which is like skipping the money to go to like, what, what would you do with the money? Focus right. on the experience. Right. So that's, well, Forrest, uh, who knows what uh, the next chapter in our saga is going to be, but so far, so good. So congratulations <laughs> on uh, all of your success being a world traveler. And uh, thank you for being such a great friend all these years. No problem. And I'll keep that sand coming in. Okay. I can't wait to update everybody soon on the progress of that project. All right. Now let's go gamble, Forrest. Let's do it. <laughs> let's right. win some money. <laughs> and yes, we did go out and we did win some money. <laughs> so once again, thank you, Forrest, for sitting down for that conversation. And I will keep all of you updated on this new project, taking sand from all around the world and putting it into the parasymatics system and, and really just cymatics in general uh, to see what we get from it. Thanks to Forrest going out there and collecting personally sand from around the world. I mean, again, do you, I mean, do you think that's a coincidence? Nah, can't be amazing synchronicity, right? Uh, a couple things I want to tell you. For one thing, if this podcast for some reason sounds a little weird, uh, it's because I've been having some computer issues. I, I'm pretty sure the men in black are tapping into our conversation here. Don't worry. <laughs> we, we keep everything within the proper bounds here. Um, but, uh, uh, one thing also I wanted to mention here in this podcast that you may or may not find interesting. It's just kind of trivial. Uh, you know, Forrest and I, we stayed out really late that night and, uh, you know, we, we, well, we hung out in my pool till late and then we walked to a nearby establishment and, uh, you know, we gambled and all that kind of thing. And, um, I bring this up because that, uh, well, the next day, you know, I was pretty tired. And so I have this mix where it's a, it's like a 60 milligram caffeine powder. You just mix with water. And I said, you know what? Today I'm going to take two of these things. And I mixed two of these together. So we're talking 120 milligrams of caffeine and I drink it. And I kid you not after that, I got so sleepy. And uh, I said, uh, I think I'm going to go take a nap. And I went right into my room and I just crashed out and slept for like three hours. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I think I have my wires crossed. Sometimes I take energy drinks and they make me sleepy. Or I might drink like, you know, a couple shots of liquor or something like that. And it wakes me up. Which, you know, a lot of people, they get sleepy when they have liquor. So I don't know. I just figured I'd mention that to you because that was just an odd thing that happened. Um, but, uh, you know, Forrest and I ha had a wonderful time and, uh, you know, speaking of other kind of anomalous, just random things though, right after Forrest left, my dad called me and, uh, of course my dad's in North Carolina and he called and he says, Josh, I, I don't know if this is of interest to you or not. He goes, this, you know, it's kind of neither here nor there, but I just wanted, wanted to let you know, since you talk about strange things, he says, I just opened up. Uh, he said, I broke open an egg, just a store-bought egg, and he said there were two yolks in the egg. And he says, it turns out two chickens can hatch from one egg. Did you know that? I said, well, I guess that's kind of like twins. And he says, yeah, exactly. You don't think about such a thing, but sure enough, and again, it's called strange things. So what the hey? Uh, it turns out that one and one thousand eggs has two yolks inside, and you never know if uh, you're you're going to have an egg that hatches two chickens. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? All right, uh, we're almost out of time here, so let us now do what we usually do: relax. If you can, take a deep breath. Meditate for a moment. Let's make your next week the best ever. Here's the good fortune, Tom. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift 
and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at joshuapwarren.com i have a fun one lined up for you next time i promise so please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.